Hello, this is Lisa Hazard and Misty Lore with We Are All Psychic, and today we have a special guest, Alana, and she is coming to talk to us about animals as nature, <laughs> animals and nature as spiritual growth teachers. And I've been so excited about this, I couldn't say it right. But first, we have a question for you. All right. <laughs> uh, hey, do you think we're all psychic? Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. I like their answer. So, uh, uh, yeah. And, you know, I think what happens to people is that, you know, I think this is a pretty common theme for people that, you know, you end up calling yourself something like psychic or, you know, I, it took me a long time to embrace certain words <laughs> yeah. or, you know, would describe who, you know, the work I do or even who I am, honestly. Uh, so I think what happens is, is some people get shut down as children. You're, you're born open. We mm -hmm. get conditioned in boundaries, right? We, of, of our, uh, people and our, uh, environment, right? And experience. Agree. Yes. And so I, uh, I think what happened to me early on is that my mom always kept us there's, uh, I have two siblings that are younger than me. And they, she kept us very open and creative. So she, uh, you know, allowed us and encouraged us to, to be artists and to think openly and be creative. And so therefore, I feel like I just never got shut down. And so, you know, uh, psychically, right, intuitively, our, our, uh, our senses, so all of us have senses, it's just never been explained to us what we're really feeling like you know when somebody walks in the room they come in behind you and you can feel them come in yeah unless it's my ninja oh, yeah. son right? <laughs> you can feel them before they open the door but you can smell them you have this thing behind you happening but right it's invisible yeah. it's unseen yeah. but you know it's there and then they come walking in now you might have that same feeling you turn around because you think somebody's coming in you turn you turn around no one's there but you just yep. have the same experience. Mm -hmm. so that's I think, part of the missing key where people don't get it's happening to them, right? Right. So, like, I think the idea uh, of what I feel like you're, you guys are uh, opening up by asking that question is these things are happening to all of us. It's just we're not really connecting that it's happening. We don't really right. know it's happening. Yeah. That's exactly it. That's really great. Yes. Yeah. And that's what we've talked about on other podcasts. It's just like you. No, like Missy's talked to her friend. She, her friend has said, I know this, but I don't know if it's real, yeah. but I know it. It's just it's like, yeah. you know, but you don't know, but you don't have a word for it. Right. So if you've listened to other podcasts, we've often talked about, or I have anyway, wanting more words, you know, that people can associate with and like relate to. So here's so. a word that pops in is trust. Trust. Yeah, that's a good one. Right? It's trusting. So like, I'm feeling something, I got to trust it. If I have a, and something keeps, here's my word, showing up for me, then I have to like follow it, trust it, see where it's going to open up to and lead me. Cause that's how I, you know, that's my adventure piece. <laughs> you know, following I like that. where that leads me to, which is our lives, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's beautiful. So, and that uh, helps open us up too more, doesn't it? I think. What do you guys think? I think Al so, yeah. Yeah. So Al, Al <laughs> she told me yeah. I could call her Al, so I'm just gonna go with Al. I did. So just it, call it, me. Okay. We wrote back and forth a little bit trying to get ready for the podcast, and she she had the best, like one of my favorite topics, animals and 
and nature as her teachers. And so she's going to tell, would you like to tell us about how, like, how that, how did that come to be? And you teach this method to other people yeah, as well. Yeah. So how'd that happen for you? Uh, so, you know, again, another thing of my childhood was uh, camping, being outside, being barefoot. I grew up <laughs> by the ocean. Uh, mm, me too. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, you know, grounding, uh, feeling, you know, you don't realize you're doing these things, right? But you are, you're learning from nature. So encounters with animals, encounters with trees, like, you know, have you ever been called to hug a tree? Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty <laughs> awesome. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, I had, a t I took a road trip with my kids a couple years ago for my daughter's uh, high school graduation. And uh, I was, we, uh, we went to Sequoia. It's like oh. the redwoods were calling me and that was <laughs> and bears. And guess what? We got to see a mama and two bears. Oh, right. As we were out. I love it. <laughs> so you kind of just have to, again, kind of follow what shows up for you. And that's really being connected with the earth and my feeling and the, you know, universal poles, right? We're all connected with nature whether we want to admit well it's not even uh, admitting it it's like you it's almost like it would almost like saying i'm not con i don't believe in air <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, don't yeah. I have to breathe. i don't need that I don't. yeah so it's like yeah. you're in it and you know you're you're pulled by the tides we're not you know whatever our body is made up of water you know it's like we have these natural things that are happening to us planetary things you know I have plenty of clients who work in different fields and they've come to me over the years and said, yeah, I can tell when it's a full moon. <laughs> how yeah, we can feel it. Right? Yeah. They've been, they've been doing the work long enough to know that they see cycles, you know, of people, right? So, you know, whether we want to believe it or not, we are affected by nature and cycles. And then animals come in as, here's how I kind of see animals now. It's like, you know, they're smarter than we are in so many ways because they trust their intuition. They never question yes, who they are. They don't. They do never they? ask, do, should I dig a hole for the winter? And <laughs> yeah. They don't do that. They just do it. And it's amazing. Like, I don't know if you've had your own animals and they've done the birthing cycle. Yes, yes. That's, and nobody's coached them. No, yes, they know exactly amazing. what to do. Right? Yeah. Okay. It's an so, amazing thing. Yeah. Yes. And then there's a lot of us that are, you know, we have to be taught how to do it as, you know, humans. So I think that there's just been sort of a disconnect uh, as we've gone along here in the, you know, where we are now in our lives, that we've been disconnected from nature. And I've always, and I, and I've had, so my spiritual growth and knowing that nature and animals were teaching me was when I felt the absolute drive to leave Southern California and go live in uh, Utah for, wow. I didn't know how long, but I where, had to, Where I in went, Utah did you go? I went and lived in Salt Lake City area and I ended up working up in one of the canyons at a major ski resort. Oh. And, uh, the salon. Uh, you know, <laughs> and I had extreme adventures because I had to drive seven miles up a canyon year round. And it was <laughs> you know, one of the most active avalanche areas oh. in the nation. Oh. And I lost a beautiful friend who was 26. Oh. No. Oh. And I'm going to tell you now, at, you know, 
that was one of the most profound thing that's happened that happened to me uh, so far, uh, as far as it being an extreme event that um, I connected with his spirit after like about 30 days after he died and in the most profound way. And it was like this, um, I don't know all the words like, uh, uh, you know, like I, I'm feeling like an embrace right now, like a, like a pat on the back, like a confirmation, like, you know, okay, you know, it's, real. it's like these things have happened to you all your life, you know, it's like spirit has always shows up. And so you can call it whatever you want. I never had a name for it. It was just, I had these things happen in my life. So the, so the extreme of, I, I had to be an extreme person. I was an extreme skier, me and my ex-husband. I mean, that's why I ended up working in a major ski resort. Um, I had to be immersed yeah. in it. So I had to freaking drive it and put myself in danger, have that kind of weird life. And so in that you have animals and things that show up as well. So, um, I also became a student of animals as oracles, uh, animals as spirit guides, animals as protectors. Um, we all carry animals with us. I mean, I think that one of the, you know, it's interesting because I lead some fire ceremonies where we do some journeys to find your, you know, an animal and, it, and there's a, you know, specific animals. I mean, we could get into. Oh, let's go. Dachshunds and cats. <laughs> yes. She likes dachshunds and I like so, cats. <laughs> so you you know, you get lessons with animals, you know, and I get them all the time. And here's the thing that's very cool. I had to go to an extreme place and have extreme things happen, you know, in nature. I also had a life of driving because my son played ice hockey. So we drove all <laughs> over the West and Canada. Um, and Ooh, wow. yeah, and then lived rurally. So I had animals jumping in front of my car, you know, pronghorn and pronghorn antelope. Okay. Like, North America Whoa. has antelope, you know, and they're pronghorns. <laughs> wow. Know? Oh my gosh, you know, and so extreme things. But now, okay, now, so I'm now in Southern California. I've been back here as long as I lived in Utah. So 14 years, going on 15 years. And here's the thing that's really awesome. I still have nature show up every day around me. And I, we all do. You just have to look for it. Yeah, we do. You know, but it also still shows up in extreme ways for me, which is really bizarre. Yeah. So well, I have to you, go, okay. <laughs> when you say like an extreme way, can you give us an example of how an animal has like affected you that way? Just one or two? I'd love to hear about like your particular I'll experiences. You, I'll, I'll give you a recent one that happened. Okay. And it, you know, without getting into huge weird things, but here's the thing. So this <laughs> one was recent. So, you know, I told you about the fire ceremony. So a few years ago, a barred owl, barred, B-A-R-R-E-D, owl, would show showed up at one of my ceremonies and caused a reaction with my yeah. and to where we had just finished the ceremony. I was the I'm the last person at the fire and I'm closing up the ceremony. And I have um right behind my house, I so I have a fire pit in my backyard. And right behind my house, I have this channel, okay, and it goes out to the ocean. And so I have seabirds, mm. I have all kinds of wildlife. 
And uh, I'm here to watch. <laughs> That's her doctor. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Back here, coyotes. Mm -hmm. And so we've had a migration, migrating birds. One of the things that I enjoyed too, and one of the things I did when I lived in Utah was I um, worked for one of the cities and I um, developed a wildlife and habitat program. One of the lakes that I, well, I lived at a, 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 a actually, I lived at Utah Lake. Um, on the west side people will know that if they know anything about utah <laughs> and there were 230 species of birds that migrated through that area whoa so i'm a birder and one of those and one of those species was bald eagles right oh yeah, yeah. super cool mountain lion tracks behind my house you know really crazy crazy place to live so um so recently okay so the barred owl so the barred owl shows up that was super cool the timing was beautiful i i feel like owl has always been uh medicine for me uh personally um owl is wisdom it's feminine it's of the dark it's of the moon full moon at its power we're at a full moon fire ceremony <laughs> amazing wow. right i'm hearing the flag yeah. behind me but the women in front of me are going, oh, right? So very cool. All right, so so then I had another one, maybe, I don't know, the next year, let's say, and one flew through my backyard when I was setting up for it with a, a partner that I have that we, we share uh, things, we collaborate. And then um, same kind of owl, and then it showed up this yeah. year, 2020. Okay, 2020 oh, showed up again. Now I didn't do any ceremonies. Like I was doing ceremonies. I I get, I don't even know what year it was. Let's say 2018. Time's gone by so dang fast. <laughs> right? I know, right? So I think for 2018, I gave myself an entire year of doing uh, fire ceremonies every month. Oh. I would research the moon. I would, you know, I have a way of doing a ceremony, and I use, you know, I I have tap into my Native American stuff that developed with the animals and being in the west and being of the west and uh having grandmothers that are native american a few of them well, actually three of my grandmothers really which is crazy mm -hmm. and one was actually a psychic medium and used to make money for her family that well, way and then um so Recently, the owl showed up. Okay, so my family has been seeing it. So I did a year of ceremony. I I didn't do them anymore. I gave myself a break. We had a lot of change in our lives, and um, you know, I didn't see the owl. He just didn't show up. I didn't. It just didn't really pay attention, I guess. And then this 2020, the owl showed up, but my family all noticed him. <laughs> and so then I thought that was super cool, you know, hadn't done ceremonies, was planning on doing one. So this was October this year, uh, October 2020. So I was having some work done in my house. And uh, we had to go up on the roof. I had a handyman. I have an A-frame uh, house. So cool. you had to go over the top of the, like a balcony and then onto the flat roof. And there's uh, some solar panels up there. So he says, oh, you have a dead bird here. And so I looked over there where he was at and uh, I went, oh, fuck, excuse me. <laughs> but that was my reaction because it shocked me. It was yeah. a huge barred owl, golden, my owl, right? Yeah. I mean, seriously. And, 
And yeah, dead owl Aww. on my lip. All right. First of all, Aww. I know. And here's the thing. That, so here's the thing with that. I, that I, okay. So uh, I was shocked. He was a little shocked. But without even talking about it, he says, oh, I get it. It's spiritual. <laughs> I said, yes, <laughs> it is. Yeah. By my reaction, which was really cool. We don't know each other really. But this guy's been in my house a few times, you know, doing some work. And so I gave him a towel to wrap it up and, you know, I saw it and, and it wasn't, mm -hmm. it had happened like that morning. Okay. And, uh, I ended up being handed that owl in my arms. He handed that owl over to me and mm. in the blanket. Right. So it felt, and it had weight to it, I bet, yeah. you know, it was amazing. And the owl was golden. I had never seen him in the light. I'd only seen him in the dark. Oh yeah. yeah. Right? Beautiful mm -hmm. golden owl. So I didn't know what to do with it. I felt a little freaked out about bringing it into my house because I, here's how it works for me with animals. And when you talk about spiritual growth teachers and, you know, and oracles, totems, you know, what they, when they come to you, you know, what this means, like who has an owl hit their house and fall on their roof and the just the day it died in the daytime yeah the, yeah the timing of the synchronicity and that's the word okay and and then being handed this animal and what I feel like I want to cry because this is how it felt it was so extreme to me I bet yeah and you know I I, I had to bring it to my house I had to yeah. bring this animal through my, my house or drop it off the roof so I decided to bring it through my house and it, okay. So here's the thing that, that I, that I was going to say, when I first, when I first get a contact with the animal. So when my handyman says, there's an animal, there's a bird here. And then my reaction to seeing the bird, I get information. Yeah. And you okay. may get that too. Right. Lisa? Yeah, totally. So, um, what I, I got with that animal was, you know, my mother and I have been going through a lot of shifts and changes and she's had this whole in 2020 infection in her body. Okay. Infection. And they didn't know why. And she had been treated with antibiotics and had, I mean, pick line in her body, everything people come into her house. All right. From a surgery. And they didn't know why she wasn't healing. And I'm talking for months from like August to this is October, mid October. Yeah. So that morning, I, uh, when I had the owl situation happen, I felt the, or I, I, I got that there was, uh, a, you know, like this was sent. The animal yeah. took the, took the hit. Okay. Uh, the, there's juju involved. Uh, but it didn't feel overwhelming. It felt like I don't know, you know, like an. Did you feel? Did you feel it protected you from? Yes. Some harm. Yeah. Like it took the hit for me. Like it took yeah. the hit. And so, and everything about it, because I also had a ceremony that day after I, you know, took the animal down. Uh, I had like a small ceremony at birth. Oh, your audio just went out. Hey, uh, oh. there you are. You're back. Okay. <laughs> okay. I had a small ceremony for the animal. And I burned a candle and burned some sage and did my thing. And 
I was also having a handyman coming in that day or an electrician come in that day because I was having electric things happen. Yeah. Um, so my mom came up, came that day. The day before the owl happened, I gave her a Reiki session. I've never done Reiki for my mom and I've been doing Reiki oh, wow. since 2008. Yeah. My mom had gone to the doctor that day and found out that she had stitches left in her breasts. <gasps> and that was- That's what were, that reaction was. That's what that reaction wow. was. So the, so the and, and here's the other piece. We've been working on ancestral issues with my mother's feminine family with the with the women and so everything about the owl the stitches the feeling of i said the word already uh it it just it was like it was it, it's like the animal it took the animal to, i've had this happen before with animals where i feel like they take a hit for you yeah i know what you mean um yeah yeah right and and so that's pretty extreme so I shared that story at a, a full moon fire ceremony that I had in December. I hadn't had one in a year. I had one last December. I had one this December with women and we, you know, socially distanced and it was invite only. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as I'm sharing the same story, um, we had owls show up in the backyard. Same I owl. knew you were going to say that. I knew it. Yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> And the owls, you know, since then, my family has witnessed the owls. And we, I have pictures of, you know, the owl. <laughs> uh, yeah. The ones in the backyard. But, um, but yeah, I did, I, you know, I had to be very respectful of the owl that um, was handed to me. It, it felt very sacred. So I believe in the sacredness of nature and the sacredness of animals and the sacredness. And when I say nature, that's everything in nature. And we're part mm -hmm. of that cycle, Right. Everything right. yeah, happens to nature happens to us. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then it goes even a little bit farther that I think explains the are we all psychic thing. So, um, you know, I do I do this talk on spiritual ecology. And um, the idea behind that is that when you give me permission to do a Reiki healing session, or it even goes beyond that for me, you know, a psychic, shamanistic, mm -hmm. uh, you know, beautiful healing session when I am all in and I'm the conduit for that healing, then I get to be part of your social, your, um, um, your ecology, your spiritual ecology. You open yourself up to that. I'm the reader. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it's exposed and it shows up in beautiful ways. So, um, you know, I feel like we're doing that all the time with if we allow ourselves to be part of that with um, nature, you know, that yeah. we're part of that cycle, you just go a little farther. And then everything that happens around us, like in the news and how much news do you take in, you build your spiritual ecology, you build up that part of you of the, what you take into your energy field. I've never heard that term spiritual ecology. Right? I really like that. That's nice. Yeah. And and you know what? I when you're saying these things, I'm loving everything. But I also want to mention, like, um, have you guys heard of um animals like running in packs away from something like um like a volcano or, or oh yeah? Like, like, they always know. Okay, you know? Miss 
Misty. Now listen, yes. you guys, women, you women here, Misty, you're <laughs> psychic too, right? You're that, yeah. you do that work yeah. well? Okay. So I'm working on why, it, but yeah. Why did you ask me that question? Can I ask you that? What was prompting you to ask me that question? Because, you know, I, I feel like the animals know things before the humans do. That, that was okay. what I was trying to get at it. Yes. So now here's an interesting thing that happened recently. And this is why I'm so happy you asked me this question. This is huge for me. Great, great teacher. So another recent thing. So I get a lot of dreams. That's, you know, a lot of people that are, uh, do the work that we do or that are highly in tune, I guess. And when people that aren't like, I ask them, you know, is your, do you have an active dream life? Things show I up. I do. Yeah. Yes. And so I've always had that. And so in the last, let's say, few years, when I was more developing my business, okay, and like taking, the, you know, just going, all right, I'm going to brace this as work that I do because it keeps calling me to do it. So I was developing uh, and I kept getting the shoulds like, oh, you should this with your business and you got to do this. And, you know, some of it just didn't feel right to me. Yeah. And I have to trust that. There's the word again. Trust. Oh, Yeah. My yeah. intuition, that's, yes. you know, that's not really your platform. That's not really you. It feels too forced and weird. Okay. Yeah. So then I had this dream. And I, in my life, have had disaster dreams. When disaster dreams, and you said that, Misty, disasters. So yeah. when I have disaster dreams, what I know is that it's a great change or things are coming. All right. It's like things are coming. It's great change. So. I uh, had this dream that I was in this big open wash area and it so it was by an ocean. So I didn't really recognize it, but there were homes all along it with big fence uh, walls. And we have a lot of that around here in Orange County. I live by that. So now that we say that, I go ding, ding, ding. You know, <laughs> yeah. by a waterway, my, the channel behind my house, right? But this was huge and it was sandy. And there are people everywhere. It was like a Saturday, Sunday afternoon. And, you know, there's activity and people are out. And there's probably dogs and a bridge that, you know, bonded. Or I say bonded, connected the two <laughs> um, uh, sides, you know, of this giant channel. And so I was in there and I remember finding things in the sand. And they were glass. And I collect sea glass. Always have at the ocean. And I found these beautiful triangle things connected by a fishing line. And then I found this beautiful like rose. It was a rose lotus, but it was a rose and it was connected oh. at the bottom by fishing line. So again, of the ocean, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, picked it up, the, I picked up both of them, but the, the triangle piece I didn't take with me, but the rose thing I put in my hand and it actually moved. It was fluid by that string at the bottom that held all the pieces together. Super cool. And it had sea glass. It was glass. Oh, oh glass. wow. I put it in my heart. Like I put it there to hold it safekeeping. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, it's like the ocean disappeared. Like the, so like if a tsunami, and I live in a tsunami area, okay, that's another thing that's kind of weird, you know, when you have dreams, it's like you have to look at like, you know, yeah, I, it could it happen here, yeah, right, so I live in a, I live close to the ocean enough to that there's tsunami areas around here, and so therefore, uh, you know, the ocean starts to retract, we know that about tsunamis, right, before it actually has its disaster build up, yeah, mm -hmm. so what happened was in that moment is that the people all ran towards 
the disaster. They ran towards the water. And the animals ran away, didn't they? Yes. And <laughs> they, <laughs> this, animals, on it. this herd of animals that didn't belong together, okay? Yeah, they knew. didn't belong together. They, they were horned and they were of different sizes and they were running fast. Rat started, I'm getting chills as I'm telling this because it was highly, it's like you had your choice, right? And like in that moment, I knew I had to run with the animals. Shoot, yeah. yeah. I, I would have been running with them yeah. too. <laughs> and I You're forgetting running. somebody. <laughs> yeah, I, we, I are, we are animals too. <laughs> <laughs> I recognize one person in that, um, you know, she ran with the animals. And at that point, that even changed my relationship um of going in that you know like the shoulds and the you know it was really about social media let me tell you that's really what that was you know marketing business on social media and just different things that you, you know, find a lot of symbolism it seems uh for yeah. like, I guess oh, you, yeah. in, in nature i mean i can i remember one time i was i was actually doing a reading on everclear and uh i was talking to this woman and um she asked about a, a passed away relative and i looked out like I'm sitting right where I'm sitting in my on my bed like I am right now on zoom looking out that window and I was talking to her and all of a sudden this red cardinal just landed bam smack right dab on the tree limb right and there's like we do have cardinals but that was just like oh and I said so I cussed you know I was like oh damn you know I was like, there's a freaking cardinal out there I'm not kidding you I couldn't I was so shocked I was just like oh you know, um, when that kind of thing happens at the right time, it's just like, oh man, you know. And that that's uh I've had a lot of like birds, you said you relate. So yes. like what what yeah. what like with all the types of animals, like how do you think of like birds compared to like mammals and like lizards and insects? I mean, how do you feel they all kind and of even ants? Well, even yeah. ants, they yeah. do their dance before it rains. I like ants, uh, yeah. You know, Misty, I mean you guys are highly we're all we're totally connected here. <laughs> my path you know I've done like you know a long time ago did work of you know with my own totem animals and animals that were there for me and part of my you know collection of animals that you know are with yeah. me in my life well, ants show up for me and they show so up for that's me community. A lot. Yeah. yeah that's community that's you know they're they're strong in numbers they're strong alone I mean they lift you know how are we whatever yeah. with ants so, yeah you know a lot of that is definitely community and uh, working together, but they're also, you know, very fierce. They're fierce. Mm -hmm. So when you look at any, and they're protective over their yes. queen as well, very protective. So everything we just described with any animal, any insect, any, you know, any living creature that comes in your path, you get the opportunity to have that discussion within yourself or someone else about what that animal represents, you know, when it shows up, what, you know, things even like all the details that show up. I mean, that's even part of being psychic, right? Mm -hmm. And exploring mm -hmm. the psychic senses. And listening to yourself, yeah. yeah. And exploring what's around you. So if you go, okay, the animal showed up coming in this direction, it was this time of day, it was this color, it was doing this thing. There was one of them. Um, there was two of them it showed up twice on the trail it showed up three times on right it yeah. flew in front of my car it came, right whatever happened it hit the window it you know uh hit my a-frame you know all of these things 
And then you get to explore like what, for me, when I say what shows up, it's because in those moments when you have those interactions, as you know, when you talked about the cardinal is that there is information that shows up with that animal visitation. Yes. And it feels like you just know it right away. For me, I feel it, know it all right away. And then I start analyzing it. That's right. I go back to that first impression every time. Yeah. Like roll it back, you know, but I still like to pick it apart and kind of, you know, look at it. Well, yeah. It's like (laughs) stopping smelling the roses. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, I've had so many experiences with with birds and um, he has, yeah, with birds. with dogs. Um, like for instance, I know I've told this story before, but um, like my uh, brother died, and um, we were at the um, burial plot in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> and it's like all property is owned by family, and you know, there's no stray dogs anywhere. <laughs> and if there were we would know right. and I want you to know that <laughs> we're all standing there at, at, you know watching you know my brother go down to the grave and this dog comes out of nowhere and it sits right beside my mother wow. don't know where the dog came from don't what know did, whose dog it was never what seen the dog, dog look like I'm just I curious Gosh, I'm trying to remember. My mom would probably remember we'll have to ask more her. than yeah, I like did. You know. Yeah, but um, and then like it wouldn't leave my mom's side. And then oh, after oh, everything was over, it disappeared. We never oh, saw it again. Oh my gosh, what a beautiful story! That is gorgeous. That's weird. Things happen like that at funerals. Um, I was at a yeah. funeral for a, a, a I was uh, 18, and a young man had died. He was 16. He was murdered, and we were at his funeral, and um, just uh maybe six months eight months earlier my cousin had been murdered so it was like a very emotional funeral for me because I just gone through it with my cousin and my brother you know my but anyway um when we were at the graveside it was like you know the school the whole school was there because it was you know a student and um but I knew his brother really well and um this big white butterfly probably about like six or eight inches in diameter like wow. came and landed on my head. I don't know why me. It's just, and it was just like, beep, beep, beep. and and like yeah. everyone said, and they kind of, a couple people looked over and like, you know, kind of smiled and like lightened up a little bit. And I'm just like, what's it doing? <laughs> you know? It was huge yeah, white butterfly. Yeah. <laughs> I've had white butterflies come around a lot. Like when I was little, I had a white butterfly beat me off a trail in the woods. And yeah. I was just like, why do I want to follow this butterfly? I don't know why. I don't see white ones a lot. Mm-hmm. So I followed it in like off the trail. And then this is in Alabama. So people do this. There are some like, you know, people up to no good on some dirt bikes riding through the woods. You know, people I wouldn't as a like you know, 10 year old, I wouldn't want to mess, mess with. And this butterfly led me away from them. And I heard them coming down the trail and like, you know, I was Aww. hiding with the butterfly in a little bush and you know so yeah like that's always i love love butterflies too i didn't know that story about you lisa but i I love love butterflies like that is my spirit animal (laughs) you're kind of like a white butterfly uh, uh, butterflies (laughs) we have monarch butterflies in the backyard can you guys still hear me oh you have monarchs in the backyard oh do they migrate yeah now, here's the weird thing is that uh, they may, yes, because they do migrate, but um, there's also, you know, I didn't know this until a couple of years ago, but I moved into this house three years ago and there's all these really wonderful plants. And like I said, the birds and everything here, 
Um, so I guess there's certain types of uh, milkweed, you know, they like milkweed, but some of them that actually keep them where they may not, not migrate. Like, I think they get like attracted to that plant and it like kind of keeps them from not migrating. So I kind of see what's happening. And so right now they seem to be okay. But, um, last year I had some weird stuff going on with them, but I have to tell you, and again, animal totems. I was having weird, you know, we were, I had, I lost eight people last year in 2020, starting at uh, December 31st, 2019, Uh, you know, family members and friends and only one of COVID, but you know, he had other things going on, but everybody was about my age and one of my beautiful friends, my age. Um, so last year, yeah. So like having the, um, you know, kind of weird stuff with the caterpillars going on too, you know, like the cycles of life and death, right? Right. So yeah. that happened. Yeah, yeah. The caterpillars and the butterfly. Yeah. yeah. Love and it. Again, you know, what the animals teach us, right? Yeah. And like, yeah. you know, like when we, when we talk about, uh, you know, spirit and we talk about, you know, we're talking about all kinds of stuff, you know, with spirit. So that's part of the life and death cycle. It's all part of that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the unseen and, ancestors and all of that kind of thing as well as you know being connected with nature the yeah. cycles uh, yeah i think different animals bring um different meanings to different people too but yeah. um also another one of my other favorite stories about animals and i'm sure i've said this one before too but um there was a um a red a little red bird uh, my friend was dying of cancer and she was young. She was like 43. And she would sit in her bed in her room. And this girl hated birds, hated them. They freaked her out. I don't know why. That was her thing. So every morning, a little red bird would sit in the window and stare at her. And I kept telling her, this is your mother, because her mother had passed away. And I kept saying, this is your mother watching over you. And she was like, no, it's creepy. Get it out. <laughs> <laughs> and for like two weeks, that dang red bird would show up. And then yeah. long story short, um, when she died, um, we were waiting on, um, you know, uh, the funeral home to come, you know, pick up the body. And it was late at night. It was like 1.30 in the morning. And anyway, as soon as the uh, people opened the door to come get her, all all of us could hear were flocks and flocks of birds. Wow. And that woman looked at me and she said, "Um, you know, birds don't usually chirp at night. And I got chill bumps. And I was like, that is her telling us that she's okay, you know, because she hated birds and now she loves them. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know that's that's beautiful I love that you know I can there's so much with that that's super cool as far as like I know, love it right you know like yeah. the wings you know and the sound of wings and, oh yeah you know, feathers the so yeah neat. there's nothing and, like a feather I mean except yeah. leaf, kind of and but, then yeah. let's, you know and then let's throw this in there because it's begging to be thrown in there is like you know angels when we think of angels we think of wings feathers right like yeah, yeah. yeah. Feathers, you find a feather right? it's an angel like feather, I, just, yeah. I, I relate um you know uh um birds to that 
you know, that type of feeling of, um, you know, even think of like Pegasus, mm-hmm. uh, right? Oh, I love yeah. to think about Pegasus. <laughs> so just the flight element, right? Flight and, and uh, air. Um, but, you know, birds are really amazing, amazing. So I have another story that happened re- recently that um, was really very cool. So within a matter of days, and this is when you know that there's actually like uh, a lesson, okay? Like, like something's trying to get your attention, right? That's really the other thing that we're, you know, that I feel is important to talk about is that like when certain uh, things show up and it's repetitive, you know, uh, it doesn't always have to be the exact same thing, but it has a theme that is showing up, right? Okay, so for example, I was having um, hawks showing up a lot. So oh, right, you're kidding, because right? I was just about to ask you about hawks. That was my next mm-hmm. question, because I've been yeah. having hawks lot come for the last year, like a lot. <laughs> of They're course just everywhere. you asked me about hawks, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, okay, so, you know, you, you see hawks and I think of uh you know well there's different types of hawks right of course that come so there's different lessons that come with each different bird too or different animals um but hawk in general is uh you know messenger it's um hawks play for uh fly pretty high they're high on the food chain they're hunters they're predators you know there's all kinds of things with hawk and then you have to again decipher to yourself this is where you're you're asking about animals mean different things to different people you know, there's things, lessons with animals that don't shift and change, you know, so like a hawk is a hawk, right? Uh, a little falcon, a, uh, we had, you know, we have red tails around here, we have different types of falcons around here, and then I live at the, around the ocean, so we go down to the ocean a lot, do drives, and ospreys are out right mm. now, so, uh, and there's a lot of them, and they're huge, they have white heads, they almost look like bald eagles, but they're really cool, so, um, and they're, they they hunt fish, right? They're sea yeah, hawks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, um, so I've been seeing a lot of hawks. So again, air, sometimes it being too much in the air. So like, you know, maybe too much in your head, right? Like, or whatever that represents to you. So for me, what, what was going on is I started to see a lot of hawks. We were taking rides um, and I was, ex- I, we've been exploring around our areas and driving places I haven't been in a while. We were like in fields and there was like a lot of these red tails. Like I couldn't even believe it. It was like around three in the afternoon, maybe four-ish. And there was some on uh, lines and there was some in these grass areas and there was like a lot of them and they were eating something. There was like almost like a frenzy of eating, okay? And like, these were big. So it was like, whoa, what's happening over there, right? And I'm like, yeah. whoa, all right, Hawk. You yeah. know, and these were big. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, big Hawks, yeah. And then I had seen an osprey maybe that day and, you know, little uh, kestrel hawks and, you know, they're really pretty, they're small and um, they're everywhere. Like I'm living in a, you know, I have neighbors that aren't too far from me, you know, like we're going right. like this sometimes really close, <laughs> but uh, these things are all around us. So seeing hawks in unusual places. So then I go down to the beach, uh, an area around here, Crystal Cove. I hadn't been in a while. I'd been wanting to go. Uh, took my daughter. They have a, um, it's a state park. Okay. So uh, we went to an area that had tide yeah, pools. Yeah, we did too. So okay. when we were, yeah. you know, sort of done visiting, yeah. we come back. I love it. I love there's it. There's a bunch of mm-hmm. noise happening at the shore. Uh, seagulls, you know, other th- people kind of standing around. And right. what was happening was this osprey had caught this giant fish. And the fish was huge. And, and I'm not exaggerating because even the park rangers, there's a couple park rangers, they were taking pictures because they're like, wow, wow I've never seen this before. 
So he was like right at the shoreline. Like I had never seen that before. I had never seen a, uh, you know, I'd never seen that before. So this big ice osprey had caught this big fish that was bigger than him. And he had his tail on, one tail on, you know, clasped onto that fish. The fish was alive. Oh. around and he was starting to eat him. Right. Yeah, I was waiting for him to, yeah. He's starting to eat him. And <laughs> you know, I mean, it's a little gory, you know, but there's, there's, it's real life, you know, yeah. nature is metal. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, blood yeah. on his chest. Yeah. And, you know, my daughter's there and she, you know, uh, you know, played, played along with me. You know, we sat there and watched it for a while. And so did a lot of people because it was amazing to I watch. Bet, yeah. And then there's all the seagulls, you know, battling for, you know, who's going to whatever get they can get. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then the crowd of seagulls gets bigger, you know, and people mm. watch for a while. Some people, other people were there too, taking pictures and whatever. You're paying attention. I like to enjoy yeah. the moment. Pictures are cool, but you know, when you have something like that happens, it's real. I don't know. There's something about right. The, I don't think right? about a camera. If I do think I about either. a camera, it's because yeah. I'm scared. You know, it's like the only time I've been scared was like just the like this past year. I was I've told about this on the podcast, yeah. but we were house looking at houses at one like last year, and we went to this one house and I got out of the car and, and looked up and like fifteen. I I I, I pulled my phone out because it scared me. There was a t- there were a ton of crows, like a ton. I couldn't even count them. There were so many, and there's right they went across from the house across the street and landed in the tree across the street. And yeah. I counted them and there were 15 in the video, but I was just like, whoa, you know, that, that was like, that place was haunted. We found out, but yeah, the, the house was <laughs> wanted us. It was kind of funny, but yeah. Um, yeah, it was kind of like, that was like, to me, like that they were, it was inviting us, but like, I don't know if you've ever heard of counting crows before, but um, if you, you like, it's a, I guess a witchcraft kind of thing. So you count crows. If you see one, it means something. If you see two, it means something. There's like lists of them on the internet. Yeah. I and know. the well, the list I know of goes up to 13. So I was like, what's 15? And <laughs> I, I like numerology. So I was like, yeah, well, one. Six. Yeah. Well, I was like, well, it's I was like six. one and five and six. Yeah. yeah. So, but what I was thinking was one uh, was like, a, I think it's a death, right? One is a death. And then five was a successful transaction or something like that. Yeah, so I was it. like, that's yeah. what they were saying. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to say again, I think what happens in those types of situations that happen is that you do get uh information with that right yes, like feelings exactly of it, right? yes yes so like even you said to count the numbers and to break it down into numerology to get a little bit of further ex uh exploration or you know an explanation yes right to kind of figure uh, exactly. out exactly i want to look what into it, this yeah what it might have further meaning for you some people wouldn't even look at that or i'm going to tell you as you know some people would be really scared of that yeah, it didn't scare me. The first feeling I had was wonder and awe, yes. which is what they wanted me to feel. That's yeah, right. because the house do. wanted us. And I think that's really cool to, you know, again, kind of be open yeah. to that, right? Yeah. The idea yeah. that they're showing up. It's like, why are they showing up? I mean, you could go, ooh, you know, weird. You know, like I've had people react to me differently with certain things I've said or when we've been in situations where, let's say, animals show yeah. up. Or, you know, we're talking yes. about whatever and people get, they do get a little, uh, as you know, a little spooked, right? Sometimes. About certain things. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes most people are open to, I mean, I'm going to tell you most people I meet are open to, <laughs> I don't come me at too. people with anything, but most yeah. people <laughs> are having it. Yeah. A yeah. conversation, you know, about, um, especially things that involve animals and everybody can relate to oh, animals. Yeah. either that most people I feel like 
care about some kind of animal in some particular way. Most people have a favorite animal. And, yeah. you know, so like mine's cats. I love cats. I just yeah. adore cats. I can't stop yeah. adoring them. So and, you have a feminine energy about you then with like, you know, like if you break down like you adore that animal, right? I just so love like, them. I don't know. Right? I feel like they're my children sometimes. Like my, Yeah, because like, I'm a they, dog person. Yeah, Misty right? is too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah. And it's not like I dislike cats because I love cats too. Yeah, actually, I'm an allergy. Yeah. yeah and I, but I have, I have, but as a um, animal that has been with me a lot of my life, like few animals that have shown up for me at certain times to teach me things, it's been cat energy. Yeah. Hearing yeah. cat, big cats. Big cats. Ooh. So I'm talking mountain lions, oh, tigers. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you got those lions, out there. Yeah. Big, big cats that right. show up, you know, as teachers. Right. Yeah. And mm. so like, and mm-hmm. like people, it's sort of interesting how that shows up too in the spiritual ecology of people, how they carry certain animals with them that they may be aware of, but it's never really been brought to their complete attention. Like, how do you mean? So, okay, well, um, I'm going to say, um, you know, my own animal that I didn't realize that I, that, you know. How can they start? So, you know, yeah. there's a, a system of belief that you, there's an animal that we're born with that comes with us as a, let's say, a protector, a totem, a whatever, yeah. part of us, a soul teacher. And, you know, we know they're there. Yeah. And if we don't give them attention, then they don't really know what to do with us. So they don't really, you know, we're not connected, right? Right, right? But if you think about maybe animals that have shown up for you in your life, like you say, you know, I'm a cat person. Well, those are domestic animals and they can be part of your, you know, teachers, protectors, and they are. But I'm talking, you yeah. know, the animals that in spirit, let's say, that are there for you as, as teachers. So for me, what I, this is really fascinating. Um, To me, it is because, you know, we get to learn things about ourselves over time. So I've always carried a buck energy. So like a male deer. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. So as a young person, having that animal as my one of my teachers. But here's the cool thing. That animal's grown up with me. Oh, so it didn't always come it didn't come to me as this big buck with a big rack you know and then so it, when it has shown up to me over the years and I didn't know really honestly go oh there's my spirit animal you know I'm like seven or whatever yeah. right? With my, right or whatever and, yeah. uh, but what I now know is that, like that that buck has grown up with me and that's part of my um beautiful powerful energy so my you know if you look at the buck and the lesson of of deer it would be gentleness yeah but powerfulness right and especially if it's uh you know a male a male not a doe you know but i got it showed up at my last fire ceremony reversed yeah in the card what does that mean now let's think about the reverse lesson of deer we said gentleness right maybe it's not maybe maybe more you know that's the balance or we're off balance i i kind of feel like there's gent power and gentleness there is power and gentleness yeah i agree right so to me it didn't feel like there was something off because there were other cards to support it and i don't remember now what what they were um but you know we 
we talked about it as a group, you know, because I pulled these cards during the ceremony, right, to support what was happening within the group. And so Dear Reverse showed up and what we had a conversation yeah. about was about, you know, when at some point in your life did you put on as a woman, did you put on your warrior outfit? Because we did at some point in our life, we put on the warrior outfit <laughs> yeah. and we created it right and some women have major armor that's right. like, that's mm -hmm. is, right? and some some don't and i think at different times we you know put it on yes. we take it off we put it on or we keep it on yeah so yeah. that showed up with deer okay okay yeah. and so we kind of felt like what it was was that there's Love gentleness it. i mean there's power and gentleness right and that to yeah. apply, you can apply both it. Yeah, so right. So when you're feeling unbalanced, yeah. you know, it's okay like tomorrow, to, you know, like, like it's, you don't want people to walk all over you. That's not what that is. Yeah. You yeah. know that. There's yeah. assertiveness, yeah. Um, but you can also be gentle. So I appreciate that. But I appreciate that, uh, you know, I, I've had deer grow up with me. That was amazing to me uh, to have that show up. And that, and deer showed up for me as an adult when I was ready to go, all right, I accept you into my life that you've been there to help me. I just haven't given you the attention. Right. Right. So I got the lesson of the, you know, bracing my male warrior side because I've been a, you know, tomboy warrior yeah. <laughs> yeah. at the same time, you know, yeah, you are yeah. at the same time. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's interesting how we, we do that. So that's been a totem for me. So I okay. think if we look at our lives and we, you know, sort of like explore the idea of that there's been animals around us and who have they been? I mean, it could be, you know, a dog, right? It doesn't yeah. have to be, uh, you know, a wild animal necessarily, but we do have animals that come around us I and kind of come it. and go. Yes, you know, definitely. to bring us so lessons, and they, you know, partake with us. You know, it's strange. So I've, I've always the, been drawn. Uh, well, I've always been drawn to cats, but I'm also drawn to their prey. Like I like chipmunks and I like yeah, squirrels and that's I like a balance. Yeah, I just like them all. You know, I don't like I, I mean yeah. I don't if they if they you know they don't one of our cats goes out and the other two don't. But when we Thank had you. a lot of cats yeah. at one time, they did go out and they'd bring things in, you know, presents. Yes. But uh yeah. it it didn't bother yes, me. I just you know, it's just sometimes I had to finish the job and that was kind of hard for me because I wasn't going to just you know put the animal in the trash you know yeah. it was, was going to die anyway so I would have to finish the job yeah. and that'd be very hard to do for me at yeah. first but I just couldn't let that animal suffer yeah. Yeah. so you know I have a lot of experience with that mm -hmm. and I feel I feel like connected to these little animals because I've yeah, I've handled them so much mm -hmm. and, you know alive and dead and um just they're all over mm -hmm. the yard and we have rabbits like you wouldn't believe i don't know how it is out there but right now we have a million rabbits all over the neighborhood yeah there's everywhere wow yeah they're cute they're 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 really they're everywhere though and um you know i've, I've noticed like, this is kind of a little off topic but this year um in this this, this past spring summer and fall the bugs mm -hmm. were different things are changing yeah with this, everything like uh we had no June bugs in June. I saw one June bug in mm. July and we had no mayflies at all in May or any other time mm. that I saw, which was really strange, you know, and, yeah. I, and every, and this, we're in Alabama. So it's just in the spring every, for the last two years, it's starting to do it this year too. Um, it gets really warm. Yeah. You see, I mean, I'm, I'm, I could take this, I could uh. take off the shirt and be comfortable, you know, it's hot. And uh, yeah. it's, you know, it'll start free. It'll freeze like three times. It did it 
two or three years in a row. Mm. It's like the third or fourth year it's doing it. So everything's the, everybody's allergies are getting crazy. The bugs are different because things are coming up out of the ground that haven't come out of the ground. Cause they, you know, in, right. in who knows how long and some things aren't right. coming out, you know? So there's a lot of changes that uh, you're probably yeah. really sensitive to those changes too. And I noticed, yeah. oh, what's that all, you know, it kind of makes me wonder, I'm right. not like concerned, but I just makes me wonder right. what's, what's going on. That's making these kind of changes. Cause all my life in Alabama, I've always seen the mayflies. I've always seen the June bugs. Yeah. And it's just strange. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and you're right, Misty, it's good to pay attention to those things. Because, you know, it's, it's like some things you don't, you know, really ever get an answer to, you know, no. those things that make you go, ah, or, hmm, or whatever, right. But, you know, things, things do always change, right. Let's face it. I mean, weather changes, we're doing, you know, like, you know, we got climate change issues, you know, things like that. But, you know, there's always, again, circular things. When I lived uh, in Utah and I lived by, uh, a, you know, side of a lake, oh my gosh, I got everything again extreme um, and weird things would show up every year, you know, yeah. weird bugs would show up. And, um, you know, I could see why there it did that. I'm sure if I lived there longer, I might see more cycles. So listeners, at this point, let me introduce you to working on a psychic podcast. Everything went nuts technologically. And then suddenly it wasn't nuts anymore, but I lost Misty's audio. So for the rest of the podcast, well, we'll see how it sounds. You just determine, I guess. <laughs> but I did my best. I recovered the audio. Kind of. And I'm doubling it up. Let's see what you think about it. Yeah. So, you know, again, that, that idea that you're observing nature around you, you're seeing that things are shifting and changing. You don't know what that means in the big picture, really. You know, it could be maybe there's, you know, like you said, there's frost, there's things that shift and change. There's, I think it's just, you know, the idea of noticing things without getting too alarmed, like, oh my God, right, right. And, you know, things are always changing. And if they're doing construction around where you live, I don't know if that's a thing, but, you know, we're pretty built up here. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, there's still wild animals among us. Yeah, you know, people get really worked up about coyotes in this area. Yeah, they do here too. Coyotes. There's a lot of coyotes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They have nowhere to go. Right, and they got to feed their families too. Right. Yeah. And yeah. Can't eradicate. You know, we could get in a whole other top topic or talk, which maybe might one be be fun one day to talk about <laughs> um, wolves. I'd love to talk about wolves. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Because yes. that, that's a thing I've, you know, like I'm not a, any, I'm a uh, lover of canine. I'm a lover of packs, a lover of wolves. And when I lived in Utah, they reintroduced the wolves to Yellowstone in 1995. And I was all Ooh. about um, learning about what was going on. So they eradicated the species, right? Out of that, out of North America. And then they've reintroduced uh, the wolves. So it's always been a heated conversation, you know, wolves. But here's what I appreciate about wolves, bar the politics, is they teach us about ourselves. They teach us about people. I, yeah. I, when I, I don't know how it happened, but when I learned about wolves and wolves packs and how they are uh, together, um, 
and fam- they make families and they also they make for life. Yeah. yeah. And they're not all happy. Good. You know, I mean, they're wild animals and they're predators and uh, they're looking out for their families too. Yeah. Uh, there's some amazing things about wolves. If we understand that, that it kind of almost helps us have better relationships and we see where we are within the pack system. Okay. Right? Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So, so- you know, I think it would be really fun if you came back sometime and we could talk yeah. about all different kinds of animals. Because yeah. I would love to pick mm-hmm. your brain. I could go through and ask you a million questions. Like, yeah, for real, I, I could. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but um, I, w- I do want to ask if you have any advice for listeners who like to want to like feel nature the way you're describing, the way we've been talking about. To yeah. How what's what's something like for them to find an animal that like what's good good advice for someone to use animals as a teacher how can how was it when they're just starting how can out they start yeah so but, I think we talked a lot about different things you know so like pay attention pay attention first of all like like yeah. go outside and take and unplug don't yeah. take your phone don't yeah. put on phone. you know I that's one thing I don't do I go out with my dogs I walk my dogs pretty much every day And I got older dogs now, but I don't take my phone unless I'm expecting a call and I have to go, but I don't do it. I unplug. Yeah. Uh, I try to be in nature and you can be in nature in your backyard. Yeah. Wherever you live. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't need, doesn't, you know, you don't have to be at grass, barefoot on grass or in sand (laughs) or whatever. You don't. On top of a mountain. You can be anywhere outside, outside of a building and look around you look around, expand your vision. So instead of seeing a weed, look at the beautiful flowers that are in that weed that you're going to pull. Like look Mm -hmm. at it and see the colors and what it does. And, you know, that kind of thing. Um, You know, look at the birds in your backyard, right? Look what birds show up. You don't have to have a bird feeder out, but you know, see what shows up in your area. And then I don't know, I get, I have a bird book. So I might see something and go, oh, cool, what's that, right? And I'll go look, I'll look, kind of look at it. And then I'll go look for it within the book of my region, you know? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so I think that's the first thing. Disconnect, breathe, ground yourself, take your shoes off if you can. You know, I know that's winter and a lot of Yeah. And you can also use your imagination. You can also imagine Again, again, yeah. Imagine that your feet are on the ground, right? You can imagine the ocean, your feet on the sand and the ocean, the tide, you know, and it's it's hitting your feet and the coolness of it. You can feel that. Yeah, I can feel it with you just saying it. Yeah, (laughs) into it, and I'm about to go skinny dipping. (laughs) What the horizon looks like, right? Mm. What colors do you see? All of that, expand your senses yeah. in nature. And that's the best way to, you know, really you're expanding your psychic senses when you do that. It's not right. some woo-woo thing. It's just, we've been shut off from it. And so. then some people are so overloaded, they don't even know that they've got this thing going on. And then they, you know, they're so, you know, the empathic people, right? People that are right. highly empathic and they don't know how to deal. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I had that. Yeah, <laughs> it's a hard yeah, one. Yeah. A lot of people. So you yeah. learn that it's a thing. That's yeah. why you're just, that's why I feel That makes like a big difference when you find out it's yeah. a thing. And, and there's We're a word psychic. for it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Don't care. Thank you. Self-love, self-care. That's right. So being That's in right. A cycle of the moons, being in cycle of nature, and especially women in the moon. 
women mm-hmm. in the yes. right? Nurture their feminine side as far as just being in touch with themselves and being kind and gentle to themselves. Yeah. You know? I love it. Yeah. That's a really that's great advice for the listeners. And I'm I, I, I think love it. I just would love it if you would come back and yeah, Let, yeah, you know, and tell us Tomorrow, d- dig down. Yeah, like like in an hour or two, we'll start going in hills. Let's, let's just keep going. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah, Alan, where can the where can listeners find you? Uh, you work for Everclear, and I would like to say I also, work uh, for Everclear. Um, yeah, so I can give the, I can put your personal number in the description, and in the, and, there, and you also yeah. do. Uh, you, I do you also teach. Therapy. Yeah, I do yeah. distance uh, work. I do some teaching. Yes, and I, everything's distance at this point right now. Yeah. I, do, I do do private clients, but you know, you you're in another state, you know. So, um, and the beautiful thing of uh, you know, this uh, media, right, is uh, we can get clients from anywhere. So yeah. I love doing one-on-one. Yeah. Um, so right now, I actually have really cool things happening in my business. So my website is down. Uh, but people can get a hold of me uh at my uh email okay so intuitive heart studio intuitive heart studio at gmail.com okay and i'll put that in the description along with your everclear number and any other way to do it and that way i can get a whole you know i can get back to them and and we can go from there of how i can help someone that's really great thank you so much and um Uh, and uh i'm sorry my tongue is tied (laughs) i want to say thank you to our sponsor everclear where where ellen and i both work uh giving advice so you can have the guidance you need to create the life you deserve and misty thank you as always and alan thank you so much i'm so glad it's been so much fun and as always listeners we love you thank you so much for listening to us (laughs) Thank you. Bye.